Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Forever! Dog! Warning. The following podcast may be a testament to the hard work and imagination of those who dared to dream of a -a one-of-a-kind adventure. To take one of the most beloved science fiction universes and bring it to life with an unprecedented amount of detail and heart. This week, the world's eyes are on Central Florida as we celebrate the incredible journey of Star Trek The Cruise on Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, where today you can be our guests. You got nothing to lose. Won't you let us take you on a star cruise? Ooh wee, baby. I'm Scott Gardner, joined uh, by Ooh wee, Mike Carlson. I am here. Ooh wee is now the thing I'll say before being introduced on any podcast. Hopefully, <laughs> that'll be. That's like really like my hee haw name. Maybe mm-hmm. like Ooey Mike Carlson. Oh, we finally got it. Months after the country bear, yeah, uh, Chamber Week. We, you got your uh, folksy sound to go with your intros. Ooey and Ooey Jason Sheridan as well. Hi, <laughs> hi, Ooey. Uh, is that a reference to? Some, is that a song? That this was well, a Sea Cruise. The song. Okay. Uh, the by. Uh, <laughs> Frankie Ford. Um, <laughs> um, uh, is this the, is this the song where I was? Uh, I, I think I was trying to determine with Aaron who the artist of this was, and I really confidently said, "Yeah, it's a uh, Solomon George." <laughs> and then she looked it up, and like, no, there's no such person as that. I was like oddly confident about. So- I think I was. You were thinking about what's uh, uh, Solomon? What's his last name? There's a different guy. He yeah. passed away in the last. Decade? Solomon Burke. Burke I was combining Solomon Burke with George, who yes. is, is no one and nothing. Uh, and then <laughs> she starts George. Googling. I'm like, come on, who is it? What is it? Uh, who is he? Like I said, yeah, who is he? And then she's like, there's no such person as this. Anyway, that's the song. Uh, that's the song Sea Cruise. But today we're talking about star cruises, because if yeah. you've been paying attention to theme park Twitter, you yeah. have probably noticed that suddenly we're kind of all off theme parks at the moment and everyone is talking about immersive star cruise experiences and i think we know why it's because of what's happening this week and that is of course star trek the cruise of course yeah one of the big pop culture properties uh is out uh taking immersing people in one of their favorite worlds and going on some incredible adventures and we're finally going to 
talk about it yeah um, i mean we've been getting yeah tweets about it people are texting me i'm a little confused sometimes they seem to have like the property wrong they're saying maybe the wrong they don't say star trek they say a different thing but they are asking me what i think about it and i'm like man everybody's talking about the star trek cruise that is just coming into port now as we do this episode you know yeah that's uh i mean we and you know i don't i did I don't want to be like, just go over basics and things that people know, but obviously uh, Star Trek The Cruise is a themed cruise experience uh, that is out right now. It's actually going to arrive, I believe tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. It I comes it back into It comes back into port. It left last Saturday, February 26th, uh, returns uh, probably tomorrow. Or you're hearing this, I think, uh, on March 5th, and that's when it returns to Port Canaveral, left out of the, not far from the Orlando area. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, you know, people have probably been seeing social media about it, but this for sure is the big star cruise experience in the Orlando, Florida area, and uh, we've been wanting to cover it for a while, and this seemed like the week to do it when uh, Star Trek The Cruise 5 is is out. Yeah, and, and, you know, this time next year, it's got its inaugural voyage from Los Angeles. They're it's switching coasts. They're switching yeah, yeah, coasts. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's really exciting. I know yeah, people have also been asking, like, when is the Star Cruise experience going to make it over to the West Coast? And the yeah. answer is, well, refreshingly soon. It's mm. next year. It will be making it uh, uh, to L.A. Um, the website is out already. They've announced some of the stuff for 2023. We're trying to determine, you know, what's ha- what's in store for 2023 for Star Trek The Cruise 6. And by the way, if you want to follow along with any of this, um, and, and just, you know, see some of the visuals that we're talking about. Of, please, of course, go to StarTrekTheCruise.com and that might kind of help you, you know, mm-hmm. because visually that's so much of what you want to out of that. Like, you know, you can hear about it uh, uh, and ours is an audio medium, but I think just going to the website tells you so much. It's where you see all the revelry yeah. and the partying and, and, and Klingons hanging out with Ferengi yeah. on the deck. And uh, um, you just feel that fan enthusiasm, you know? Yeah. And JT Waters, the cruise director, leading, you know, all of the various events that are going on. <laughs> it seems like JT is doing a great job. JT Waters is the star of this show, as far as I'm concerned. If you look at the Star Trek cruise website, JT is everywhere he seems like a great guy he seems like a, a you're like ambassador for fun i would say what jt waters has done in terms of revolu- revolutionizing the star <laughs> cruise experience uh-huh. moving it forward taking this this genre that is growing uh into new directions you gotta you really gotta really credit uh, uh, jt we like to highlight individual kind of kind of mm-hmm. pioneers be it a tony baxter or a jt waters yeah, that's true. Um, so, so yeah, people are probably now. I, I full disclosure, like we actually have not, like a lot of things on this show, we not have not gone on this cruise, but we've done a lot of uh, looking into YouTube videos, looking at Star Trek cruises past, uh, looking at the different things they've done over the years, and seeing where they're headed in the future. So, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, and we were good. We would have done. 2021 that was going to be the year but of course you know all the stuff happened and we didn't get to do it um you know there was there were a lot of virtual experiences uh you know god bless them yeah. they tried and they they made it feel like uh, star trek the cruise on land but there's only so much you can do yeah and a thing is like you know there's a lot of like media gets invited to star trek the cruise but we were we weren't let into that exclusive club yeah you know? yeah <laughs> yet i mean Maybe next year. Yeah, no, I'm saying I would love to do it maybe next year. I'm just saying. So, like, that's why if you're wondering, like, oh, you're mad that these guys 
don't like didn't get to go it was because we weren't invited we didn't get a free trip to the star trek cruise because we would have loved to go and 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 sampled all the stuff yeah of course and you know and you know we'll see if that impacts our review if we can be objective and kind of judge it on its own merits or to like i don't know i mean i almost feel like if we got if we'd been invited to it and gotten to do it all for free these things that should cost thousands of dollars we might be more apt to just praise it completely but you might get like a more even-handed review of the star Mm. cruise from us because because we weren't invited Uh uh-huh so yeah that makes a lot of sense so so yeah we're giving you the sort of the outsider's perspective right now yeah but i think you know you know us we've covered things that we weren't even alive uh, when they were open and uh, <laughs> yes, that's true yeah so i think we you know we've, we've done our research we've done our homework i think we can delve into this thing so we've got a lot to get through in terms of star trek the cruise it's an interesting time i feel like for star trek the cruise because there are other as i said i think this genre is getting more popular and there is this other star cruise that's based on a, a property that i know a little bit about i had a little bit of time to touch on it and we're, we'll try to get to it mm-hmm. if we can okay but do you guys uh, i mean do you, you guys came across that as i well is this the um what is it uh it's the thing that uh it's the thing that disney bought and sometimes they treat it like it's a burden that they have these six sold movies uh, Star Wars, Star Wars, right? right. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's the other. I always get them mixed up there, but yeah, the other star thing. And which is okay. So, so just to keep it straight, um, CBS Consumer Products is responsible <laughs> for Star Trek: yeah. The Cruise, but the Walt Disney Company is responsible the, for the Star Star, Wa- star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Is that right? I'm looking. Yeah, that's yeah the, no, you're right. Okay, okay, okay that's you got the it. name yeah, yeah. of the thing. But okay. The, okay. The I guess we should say the 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 cruise itself is is a simulation of many things. It's not just a simulation of like the 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 world of those uh, movies. It's simula- It's not an actual cruise. Yeah, it's, that's it's, an interesting thing about it. And again, so you know, as we said, like crazy time for Star Trek: The Cruise. You've got, you've got challengers coming in. It's like yeah. this Star Wars thing is like the mad tv to the snl right like the yeah. established star cruise that's out there and i think it is a, an odd choice to not it's almost like mad tv wasn't live and you're missing that component that's exciting about snl and similarly it's not a crew you don't go anywhere so that's a as opposed to star trek the cruise which goes different places every year but this this year yeah it starts in port canaveral you go to nassau you go to st thomas you go to st martin so you're covering the whole caribbean sea and and now and again now where do you go in galactic well, you, star cruiser uh, you see here's the thing you you don't really go well you go hmm how to say this uh so it's it's sort of backstage at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Like you got, oh. like you, you are, you are in a hotel. It's kind of a whole. It's like the, the is it theater of the mind? Yeah, it's 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 uh, that that immersive theater. Immersive theater okay. is a phrase. And so, like, you do get an excursion day. Hmm. Do you think there was a chance? And like, you might, you might know more about this. Someone, yeah. When Scott Trowbridge, I mean, I'm not saying Scott Trowbridge stole the idea. Of the whole Halcyon, I mean, you should that's say what it's that called, on Mike. Certainly, okay. so I hope yeah, you're not from the Star Trek cruise. Um, but maybe he certainly was influenced. By well, it. I got a who who scheduled first. You know who who picked this March? You picked uh, February and March. 
Yeah, we'll pick it, that first. Exactly. I a mean, good point. that's the yeah. Look, that's Star Trek: point. The Cruise has been seemingly it's been. I, I don't. I guess I don't know when they left in 2017, but for the last yeah. few years and next year, mm-hmm. that's their territory. Is fe- yeah. or late February, early March. So like, how does all of a sudden this Star Wars cruise thing yeah, right, happen to right. land exactly like to steal right. the thunder? It's some weird kind of wag the dogs that like. What if we create a distraction over here and try to get people to not talk about the other? Th- but it's not working. We're talking about right. Star Trek: The Cruise. Yeah, no, it's it's. Um, look, you know, sometimes you know we love Disney sometimes, and sometimes we think Disney's up to no good. And I, I be, I'll be honest, I'll say it. I think that Disney was just trying to steal the thunder of the Star Trek Cruise, the annual Star Trek Cruise. They saw the opportunity here to usurp the whole stat, the whole big anybody who's a fan of uh, fiction in the stars. Mm-hmm. They're now going to be looking over at Disney, and they're not going to be looking at. Uh, JT, right? That's a guy's name? Uh, JT Waters. JT Waters. JT Thank you. Waters. Yeah. They're not going to be looking at any waters because the thing doesn't right. go. That's, I think, something that's weird to me. And and, and uh, Jason, again, you know, seem to know more about it. It's So it's like, it's a simulation of, of of space, but it's obviously it doesn't go to space because nothing goes to space yes. yet, unless well, you're close. Well, close. you know who went is William Shatner, right? From, there you go from Star Trek. That's right. Uh, Blue, so that that franchise represented in actual space. Blue first. Origin goes to space. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. but so it's a so this is a cruise that is meant to evoke the stars and a cruise, but it doesn't go to sea or space. Um. No. It. Uh, it goes um, like uh, a quarter mile to the back entrance, uh, special back entrance of Disney's Hollywood Studios. And to the, so like it connects to the thing that's already, b- that's been there for a while. Yeah, too. but there's like um, missions you get. Mm. Um, I know they gave everyone iPhones when they checked in. Okay, <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. And uh, cables and uh, chargers. Okay. Uh, to do that data pad that's built into the Disney Play app. Uh, apparently, the Disney Play app also works, but I think they were trying to get... Okay, let me ask you this. Yeah. How fast, uh, when you're in the Star Wars hotel, how fast can you get a martini in your hand? Um. Well, it, it there there's a bar. Right. I, so I've seen a little, the, some pictures of that. Yeah. But, yeah. But can you get like a martini as you're entering no right i don't know i i think there's little things you have to do when you enter i think there's a muster what like what is a muster well that's when like uh, the whole gang has to like the captain has to address every okay how do you know what that frame you know you know at least a thousand more words than i do (laughs) yeah me too i that was that was in some of the limited media coverage well there's Uh, a muster too i saw the muster of the star trek cruise this year was uh, george takei yeah. Uh, greeting everybody sort of in the circle uh, like main part of the ship um and he just wanted to make sure everybody had a great cruise this is i'm conf- well we talked about grandpa muster for a while a couple weeks ago is <laughs> no, that no. to do with this well, that's let's, not uh oh that was not be silly let's not be silly though that being said you could see a scenario where al lewis was using the name grandpa muster to get around <laughs> copyright issues <laughs> With Universal. It's me, Grandpa Mustard. It's Grandpa Mustard. <laughs> you gotta add a little more. Sorry. All right. Grandpa Mustard. <laughs> there, Grandpa. Hey, did everyone see the video that's been going around? 
email that people have sent to us where Grandpa Munster and uh, uh, who was it? Uh, well, the other Al. Uh, porno- yeah, Al uh, oh, oh, Pornographer. Oh, oh. What's I his name? Yeah. From like Screw Magazine? Yeah. yeah Al so. Goldstein? I, oh, yeah, I that's believe right. that's yes. right. Yeah. And there, he's, uh, Al, Grandpa Munster is yelling at us to not put them on pedestals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know I always put the creator of Screw Magazine on pedestal for one thing. <laughs> well, yeah, him we haven't, but we literally did put Al Lewis on a pedestal. Now, true. if I'd known we were going against his wishes, maybe we wouldn't have done a whole episode about yeah. him and his restaurant. But I feel like that was guaranteed to happen because mm-hmm. we cover what is uh, big and relevant and people are talking about yep. and that's grandpa and that's star trek the cruise exactly so you were saying all right so there's a muster i saw a video that you do get handed some like grapefruit colored mm-hmm. drink but i bet not alcoholic i bet yeah i, yeah, not, I don't think they're just passing out it's it's more yeah i mean there look this is also the thing like um the star wars stuff is a little more all ages um, mm-hmm. As far as the Star Trek, so so I understand there's there's limitations to that because Star Trek is a little more of a party, a little more of a it's, yeah. It's really a party, and and I gotta say one of my main takeaways from the Star Trek cruise, not just compared to this uh, Star Wars on land cruise experience, uh, Star Trek cruise seems much hornier, uh, much well, hornier than a lot of entertainment. I think you are a hundred percent correct. Uh, if you see just any YouTube video of a b- bunch of group of people or a group of people on, uh, you know, in, in one of the parties or on the decks, everyone, there's an energy to the videos. All that's all I'll say. I'll keep it clean. There's an yeah. energy that is, is definitely lacking from the Star Wars hotel. It's kind of a like a uh, maybe a, a divorcee energy, <laughs> maybe a swinger energy. I mean, it could be I that. Think both Look, of those energies the divorcee, are possible. Divorcee, swingers, and big-time nerds, which, folks, I was a big-time nerd growing up. When you give them an opportunity to cut loose, yeah, uh, I mean... Yeah, batten down the band, hatches. Like band, band kid, theater kid energy. Dangerous, mm-hmm. dangerous. Which, yeah. Could is, power a city. Is almost worse than like football player <laughs> horny energy in a way. Cause it's Ten like, times worse. So it's more pent up. It's released less up. often. <laughs> it's pent up and it's overthought. So imagine, dangerous combination. <laughs> so imagine that energy. It hasn't, been, uh, it hasn't been expressed anywhere in 40 years. And a person boards the Star Trek cruise and they see fucking Will Wheaton in his street clothes <laughs> and they go absolutely nuts. That's the that's the energy you're getting when you watch these videos of the Star Trek. The other Trek thing the, the the sense that I got about the Star Wars thing is that it's pretty rigid and there's a ton to do. Like right. you barely have a minute to breathe. Like you get on this trajectory. So so I mean it's not lacking in activities. There's right. a lot to do, but I'd say it looks like a ton of activities on Star Trek the Cruise. Yes. And w- and activities that are a little looser in their in their structure, definition yeah. structure exactly. So, you know, like maybe you fit in a little bit of uh, you know, let's just say canoodling. Let's <laughs> let's leave the the language uh, a little it, lighter. It seems like if you hook up at the Star Wars hotel that you're going to miss big chunks of narrative. It feels like mm-hmm. if all of a sudden you like me, if there's singles on the on the at the hotel or at the Star Trek bar, or excuse me, Star Wars bar, and you go off somewhere, you're going to miss, you're not even going to understand what's going on once you come back. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of opportunity for naps, seemingly. Um, I, I did see... <laughs> Which is of, of a concern. Uh, well, you know, that's a, a, a little joke about me. But when you're on vacation... Nice nap goes a long way. It brings you back to life, you know, and and especially on on cruises and stuff. That that sun, that sea air 
can be a little draining. So you might need a nap because that's true. You know, the mm-hmm. one of the benefits of being on a cruise while some stuff is scheduled for you, a lot of them have twenty four hour room service. A lot of places, you know, open twenty four hours a day. Right. That's true. Yeah. Are you a cruise guy? Can I ask? Well, you know, I went on one cruise when I was like twelve with yeah. my family. A uh, big thing that stuck out in my mind is uh, as soon as we boarded the ship, I noticed my middle school computer teacher and her husband were also on this cruise, and we would uh, occasionally run into each other and just go, hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? That was very weird. I mean, it's already weird enough running into your teacher at, at the mall, let alone on a Norwegian cruise line your, vessel. Oh, weird. Your computer teacher? Like, typing teacher. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, sixth grade uh, typing and... You know, here's how to use the Microsoft Word program. Were you, was it like she was like acting different? Was she acting any different or was like. No, she was always pretty reserved and she yeah. was, she was, she seemed like she was having fun, but she wasn't, she wasn't cutting loose. And again, right. I was 12 years old. So while I was the appropriate age where I was allowed to wander the cruise ship alone, mm. I think I hit the cutoff. I think 12, you're allowed to, like, there was a little thing on your name tag or your lanyard or whatever. But you had to keep that on. There was something, yeah, the kids had to keep on. I think the same, that's the line with Star Trek The Cruise is you got to be 13 at least, and 13 to 18 have got to be with adult with a supervision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas the Star Wars thing is all ages. And seems like maybe like maybe even more geared to kids, as we were saying. Yeah, do we know on the Star Wars Hotel, can you be like two 12-year-olds? Alone? I don't um, think so, right? I think that's allowed, no, yeah. No. It is? You think it is allowed? <laughs> yeah. <I know>. Okay. <laughs> there, there's there's a lot of broken really, from their typical rules. <laughs> they, they, they seem to have paired it off as like Probably two a, adults in a room or three adults and one child, which is an odd... Or three children. Three? In what no scenario adult. are there... I guess maybe if you're going with like a grandparent. Or an uncle or aunt. Or a, yeah, or a step-parent is going with the the biological parents but that seems like a strange and wants scenario. to sleep out on yeah, the you gotta, fold out bench you gotta but hey, that's say. who making that choice is to well you can't look if it's a divorced couple say. they're not they're not gonna be in the bed together or at least maybe i don't know that's a role-playing scenario i guess within the galactic star cruiser say you get say scott you and your wife and your your child and jason goes <laughs> obviously we're gonna stay in the same room he's gonna be on and i saw the in star wars hotel there's just like a there's a piece of the wall that just pulls out like a some sort of a prison cot yeah and well, that, jason you'll be sleeping in, on and, that and that's next to the is quote-unquote escape pod i saw the the emergency exit, yes. which I apparently is so that if, if you call nine one one, they have a way to get to you. This I, is real. Yeah, that I saw a video that explained it. You watch a thing before the story starts, where all right, if if that explains if uh, something scary is happening and all the lights are red, that is a dramatic story point. Right, but if all the lights are on if it's just like end of concert lighting then you know there's been an actual emergency and you need right. to uh, listen stop don't start yelling about hey uh, forced order we're, we'll get you <laughs> like no no no, no, no those no. are the real paramedics someone yeah. is having a cardiac event <laughs> this is not a kylo ren a situation <laughs> so every that joking was real there wasn't a slightly yeah. out of the room kylo the the paramedics do not want to take the thematic simulator that is a practical elevator. <laughs> the, 
They want to use a back door and come so directly you're put to the on room. this pin and these weird long gloves. Okay, now you mm-hmm. may enter. Now your character's name. Choose a path. So, so, and there's also what the the thing in rooms are just like uh, uh, panic rooms essentially. There's kind of a uh, yeah, it's kind like of a, a panic, a panic room? room. I I people were once again bringing up my mention of people making love. <laughs> Oh, the, in the emergency in, panic room? But rooms? I said rendezvous in the panic room because oh, it doesn't wow. seem like it would fit too. What media did you say this? What Twitter. Is this? Okay. What <laughs> Someone did, what, tagged what? me in a guy Selga post where he, he, you know, congratulated all the initial cruisers breaking in the mattresses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, the, that, their ship is called the Halcyon. The Star Trek cruise is called the uh, Navigator of the Sea. Uh-huh. Yes. The, yeah, yeah, Could yeah, we talk about the emergency rules on the Star Trek cruise, um, which I believe is just uh, ty- basic Titanic rules? Uh, get to the lifeboat. Get women to the lifeboat first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I be- used to know someone. I used to work with someone who had worked in uh, entertainment on a cruise ship yeah. when they were right out of college, and uh, they told me they had been trained to captain the lifeboats. Uh, they trained all the entertainment people because entertainment people have experience talking to crowds. And being, you know, charismatic. Mm. Uh, they also told me that uh, one of the other entertainment people on that lifeboat was trained how to use the handgun that's on every lifeboat. Right. Because maritime law being what it is, you have to obey the orders uh, of the crew of a vessel, even if it's a cruise ship lifeboat. I think Whoa. this is a fact you've said to me once a year. This yes. is something that you have said. <laughs> There's a gun on each lifeboat. I, and it's I don't know if it's your... still the case, but it was in the early to mid 2000s uh-huh. was it international like, are they technically international waters it, so. is, it, it would be an international waters scenario i mean depending how close you are to the coast it might fall to local jurisdiction if you're like right off the coast okay so let's if we're comparing star trek cruise to star wars cruise there are actual guns on the star trek cruise there is a chance there are actual handguns uh, in the lifeboats on the it's probably flare guns that flare guns probably right flare guns too. right yeah and maybe possibly slightly less regulated if you were to bring as a guest if you were to bring an actual firearm on probably they're they're checking just fine but like yeah you know like we like disney is gonna button down on that more than um, yeah you would think but like once in a while stuff sneaks by in florida mm-hmm. oh yeah they don't really check baggage going into hotels you know, huh. they don't really get scanned and stuff. You might end up with some some real, huh? I mean, so that kind of, that ups the excitement. It makes it, that's a more real world. Like this little story that you go on in Star mm-hmm. Wars is interesting. But the fact that you, that the ship could crash technically in Star Trek, the cruise. Yeah, there's a more of a risk factor. That's I guess that's why it's adults. Because, you know, it's a little bit more. Not, good, not that it's any more at risk of crashing than yeah. any cruise, but just, you know, but more than Galactic Star Cruiser, which is uh, stationary. Right. I would say, I mean, it would be fun if they had like phasers aboard the Star Trek cruise, because that's sort of the the weapon. Like they have, you know, lightsabers on the on the Star Wars hotel. Well, I but... saw some video and now I, I'm sorry, I can't remember which one it was, but I saw a video where like one of the character, it was a female character from one of the Star movies and mm. they hold up a, a very realistic looking right and now it's not coming to me if it's a phaser or a or a light face uh, saber lightsaber. Yeah. do you remember like it's um because it looks very realistic 
but just for a second, and then they, they put it down, put it down, the, and then pick up, and then they immediately pick one. up the other. Yeah, yeah. That's I, I think that's a lightsaber. I think that was the Star Wars. Not a fa- okay, okay. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. a phaser. I get them mixed up, so yeah, I wasn't sure. That's okay. You're not a big fan of either of the properties, so not really. And which again sort of frees me up, I think, to judge it just on the the merits yeah. of the sure the, the stuff that that happens. Um, which on I mean on that level, like, uh, do we want to bring up some specific, uh, yeah, like amenities stuff about? And now we're still learning about crew because there's been sort of an embargo, and but you know, a lot has come out recently about the other about the Star Wars one, Star Trek. The crews are sort of going off of like, well, if people even had the time to post YouTube videos, they're trying to relax and enjoy. The, we'll mm-hmm. probably get a glut of Star Trek: The Cruise Five content post saturday so it puts us yeah. in a tough position to to do the episode but we wanted it to be current and relevant yeah yeah because people are gonna be mad if we don't address star trek the cruise five yeah that's the big deal yeah so. yeah uh, um it's, but, but we're we're doing what we can we're great and you know so and we're going off of like again we haven't we have we haven't done it or oh, wait we, I mean, I know we all haven't done Star Trek the Crew. You guys haven't done the Star Wars one, right? No. Um, no. And, no. Um, uh, yeah, we we were not invited to media stuff for that either. And um, No. Which is an, uh, that's fine. It's yeah. an easier pill to swallow. And um, I, I have to say, uh, you know, uh, if we want to discuss pros and cons, the Star Trek Cruise has any, you know, a number of different levels of room prices. Um, and a the, lot more, a lot of variance, variety, absolutely. A lot of variety. If you want a suite, if you want an ocean view or an interior view, um, the uh, Star Root Wars I would describe as prohibitively expensive. Yeah, yeah, that seems correct. I mean, I think the other one, the Star Trek one, could be when you're looking, like you're seeing, you know, uh, uh, the, the the high end of it. Maybe you're getting into into five figures, but these are everything's in the thousands range. Yeah. But keep in mind that Star Trek is eight days, seven nights, as opposed Ooh. to I couldn't believe when I saw it. It's only two days and two nights. So you got to you got to do that math and figure out like how if you're going to be spending thousands of dollars, what are you getting more vacation I, out of? I it's great because like that Star Trek cruise is just one day more than that Harrison Ford and Hish movie. <laughs> Six days, seven nights, which is just like you're getting an extra day there if you were kind of imagining that's your normal long vacation. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's how I I measure all my vacations by the Harrison Ford and Hitch movie, six days, seven nights. Yeah. It's and a good the, vacation amount. The actual runtime of that movie, closer to Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Oh, right. Because just because it's, yeah, it's closer, it doesn't go over. Yeah. That makes sense, too, because Harrison Ford's in Star Trek. You're, you, you've got it wrong. Yeah, sadly. he's in. God, it's the second he, time. Okay, he he's in Star Wars, but his character is only kind of passingly involved in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's kind okay. of a big character, kind of a beloved character. But oh, he's one of the big. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, Han Solo is it? No, Han Solo. Yeah, I, I, Han Solo and Princess Leia in story on this Star Wars hotel uh, stayed on this. Oh, I uh, heard Galactic about this. So ship. okay, so Han and Leia fornicated. At the hotel, seems like they were hunting, mo- honeymooning, uh, honeymooning on the cruise after the Battle but of Endor. Does it say in the? Do we know? Because is it in a piece of literature? Is it like because they it's do in a, a, book. a lot of these books? Whenever what's happened with the Star Wars stuff now is that whenever they uh, do a new land or something or with a new location, they have a book or a comic that like fleshes out sort of the backstory. You know, it's come out that Han and Leia honeymooned on this pleasure cruise. Essentially, they didn't go to like a like a place they they didn't go to like 
again, like I feel like I was just saying, you know, where where the the Italy, the fake Italy, and Attack of the Clones, Canto Bite, yeah, Canto, Canto Bite is where you want to. That's like a pretty. They just they were on a, a cruise. Well, together. well, there's ports of call and. Well, do we know? Does Batu, it say the? Yeah, Hall- you don't want a vacation in Batu. Yeah, but that's right. Do they? Does this only go to Batu? How long has it been going? And have they changed places? Because there's definitely like. Cloud City is lovely. I would say uh, Canto Bite, lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a multiple, like uh, even just, Cor- I mean, Coruscant, I guess they've been there more, but there's got to be, or Naboo. There, Naboo has beautiful sites. You can go underwater. I'm sure there's like a luxury resort underwater with the Gungans. Oh, that'd be really cool. Living in a little pod down there. Yeah. So yeah. so they made it, can- so, so Han and Leia, I mean, Han, can you imagine rolling his eyes when they got to Batu? Like, oh. This looks like a slightly better Tatooine. Not that good, good choice, Leia, darling. Uh, the missus wants to go on a cruise. Goody. Oh. I mean, they had to go back to work. Like the empire was falling apart. They probably were like, "Well, let's do a long weekend thing. We'll do something longer in a couple years." And uh, I guess I'll just do a mini moon then. Yeah, probably like that. Gonna, yeah, gotta go to the. Oga's Cantina with that loud ass music. <laughs> oh, this fucking droid. The DJ won't shut the hell up. Oh, it'll be 45 Callista. minutes. I'm in Leia. I love I love seeing Han and Leia's uh, viral Halloween costumes uh, yeah. every year. It is fun, and they always bring a couple of nice bottles of wine. <laughs> very, they bring the party classy. with them. He's holding too. Do you like He's my, definitely got some joints on him. Do you He's like my costume, Doc Ondar? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Fred Flintstone this year. <laughs> they still have Doc Flintstone's Halloween costumes. Yeah. And <laughs> Fred, I'm Fred. We went a little crazy last year. She was a president from Air Force One, and I was Allie McBeal. <laughs> David Blaine is with them one year. <laughs> He's the dancing baby. <laughs> <laughs> David Blaine is the dancing baby. <laughs> um, I mean, wardrobe costumes are a big part of, of both of these. Mm. That's something that Star Wars kind of uh, yeah, well, yeah, kind of borrowed. I'll be nice and say borrowed from Star Trek. Here's what I would just I'd hate to go real quick. Go back to this. So, so they've added some backstory to to Star Wars, and that's good. Oh, yes, we yeah, like yeah. those characters. This is where Kylo Ren was conceit. Book. You can be in a room and you can book that room and accident and like not know it and right. like oh this is I'm in the room. This is where Kylo. Yeah, there's blaster uh, shots on the wall where Han <laughs> shot his gun accidentally. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Daddy's making a baby tonight. Here we go. Oh, I knew that one. I, that one was a good one. I knew <laughs> that one got through. I'm pretty positive about it. I shot uh, first. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say. I want to say. <laughs> I want to say Kevin Smith's made that joke somewhere before, no. but I don't know that to be. Sh- I know not to be a fact. Did he say that? Is there, it's, he probably didn't get to that. Uh, he, he yelled out McClunky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, McClunky. Uh, uh, but I'll say this: you know that sometimes, sometimes having that much backstory is a little rigid as far as your imagination. You know, because like if we just know, oh, those are the characters. Now we sort of we are limited in what we're imagining actually happened. So like the Star Trek cruise, like, you know, this is a place where, uh, Walter Koenig made love in one of the bathrooms. We don't know. 
the good. <laughs> you're not going character. You're going the, well, him. I'm just saying we don't know. We can let our imaginations run wild. Yeah. Uh, that is uh, true. Yes. Robert Duncan McNeil from Voyager. Who knows what he was up to <laughs> in one of these cabins and our imagination can run wild. You could say he's Tom Paris, his character Tom Paris, or the man himself. We don't know. And you can just play have fun yeah some of them some of that that's a big thing about the star trek crews they the performers are there they're there with you you know yes exactly the the actors are there yeah yeah that's something we yeah we haven't talked that up now this is no it's not a convention in fact they make a point famously in their catchphrase saying it's an unconventional cruise it was kind of a way to shake up the Star Trek convention that was that was becoming a bit conventional, but it's it still does that have that element where every year there's a big lineup of different Star Trek actors. Yeah, don't it does not seem like Star Wars, <sighs> the cruise can boast that. No, it doesn't seem like that at all, and no. I don't think there's any plans at the moment because like, well, there there was a one minute video, <laughs> Oscar Isaac. Uh, oh, oh, sure, uh, yeah, took a tour, mm-hmm. took a tour. Uh, they it's got very the message loud and clear. Maybe somebody from Star Wars, not some guy from the Goldbergs. That that is right, what you right, want. Right. Maybe it'd be better to have not somebody older remotely brother. associated yeah. with the franchise. But hear me out, and I don't. I don't want to be negative, but I, these are just these are ideas, and this you know the Star Wars hotel can change. So just like, what if like. Uh, the guy who played Quark on Deep Space Nine, Armin Shimmerman, is just wandering around the hotel for the weekends. And mm-hmm. while you're doing like, or, or you know, like I'm like a guy like that for Star Wars. So, so who would who would you want? What actor would you want to to have wandering around in the Halcyon? Who's what's the what's JJ's bud? Greg. Uh, Greg. Uh, uh, yeah, he plays. Uh, he plays Snap Wexley, I believe. Scott. Oh and, yeah. And Greg Grunberg. Oh, even uh, I knew that one. Obviously, you knew Snap, Snap Wexley? Wexley. Yeah. So Greg Grunberg is that his last name? Am I saying it right? <laughs> He's Grunberg. Just, yeah. Grunberg. He's mm-hmm. just wandering around. You can meet. You can hang with him. Uh, uh, while the narrative is going on. Yeah, and and it seems like the people who've committed to doing this, they're either going to be good sports about it or they're setting up their cruising with the the cruise director or whoever runs the events of like, hey, I'm not super, you know, I'd like a private thing, you know. I'll I'll do one or two things, but I don't want to do everything, you know. Yeah. So so I just think I understand they're trying to go for realism and immersion with the Star Wars. But as a kid, I always liked going to see um, when I would be at a convention. You would see, and you probably have seen this before, the Men Behind the Masks tour. Now a lot of those guys were Star Wars actors, and a lot of them have passed away at this point. It would be Peter Mayhew. It would be uh, Kenny Baker who played R two D two. Peter Mayhew played Chewbacca. It would be, uh, um, I'm trying to think, um, David Prowse, who was in the Darth Vader costume, and Jeremy Bullock, who played Boba Fett. I think all four of these men are, have passed away, sadly. Jeremy wow. Bullock, I did meet at yeah. one of the early Star Wars weekends and got a signed headshot. If you, know, if, you, if you both let me, I will be able to say, I think, all the names I've ever known in my head at this moment. <laughs> I, I, the, <laughs> you mean right now? Or just right like now, I'll, in, keep, I'll keep rattling through the cast of Voyager, cast of Deep Space Nine. I if love you that, let me go. Because I was never great with names, but the last yeah. couple of years have made me very bad with names. Not just actors' names, like people I know yeah. in real life's names. <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, but I will not forget David Prowse. That is not yeah, a name no. I will forget. One of those names you just mentioned, he he wasn't available, I don't think, in 2022, but 2023, Star Trek The Cruise, 
look who's showing up. It's Armin Shimmerman. Armin. He's going to be there. I, not to mention, you probably, no. here, if I just give you the initials of the other, it's a Frangi, right? Max G. Oh, he played uh, Nog, right? What's the full name, though? Oh, oh shoot. Yes, I do. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, oh no. Sorry, oh, I, didn't mean, no. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Oh, gosh, you can make it up too. if you know the other. There's another. Here's a, a somebody named. Uh, uh, it's it's like a name you'd call a, a grandma, and then it's and then V is the initial. Nana Visitor. Yeah, there you yeah, go. She was on Deep Space Nine. Uh, she's gonna uh, be there too next year. That's great. She's great. Um, I will say this, Scott, uh, to bring back something you really like when I talk about it on the show. I watched the Wallace Shawn play sitting in a row in front of Armin Shimmerman. <laughs> That's, he was part of that. <laughs> he was part of that. <laughs> We're back there to because, the fam- yes, fabled uh, night. Andre Gregory, of course, from My Dinner with Andre, directed a play while Sean wrote, and uh, we saw it. And Armin played a Ferengi on Deep Space Nine. Wallace Shawn was a guest star as a Ferengi on Deep Space Nine. So two Ferengis, he was. They were supporting each other. It was lovely. And I was like, Oh my God! Andre Gregory's right behind me, and Armin Shimmerman is right behind me. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Was, was Brent Spiner exciting? there too? Brent Spiner was not there. Okay. But I thank you for bringing Brent Spiner up because if you ever wanted to see Brent Spiner croon, a Star Trek cruise is the place to do it. Well, next year, they that was a big announcement. We're covering all the big announcements for next year's on the cruise this year. They said he's not here this year, but 2023, Brent Spiner is going to be there. Do you uh-huh. think he's crooning? Well, I have I saw a highlight reel of 2019's cruise, and he was crooning. Wow! Brent wow. Spiner was crooning. I'm a huge Brent Spiner fan. Brent Spiner, and this is the thing I've been wanting to bring up on this podcast for months now. Brent Spiner has an old standards album that he made 25 years ago called "Old Yellow Eyes Is Back," now, which is I a joke think, about data. I think you send me the cover to "Old Yellow I Eyes sure Is did. Back" once a year. <laughs> that is yeah, incorrect. This feels familiar. It does because I sent it to you guys once. Yes. This has only happened once at least, but yes, mm-hmm. there's a cover of, I guess, like some of the same songs like Seth MacFarlane has sung on. There's only on so album. many of these. There were like I'm. We all know there were only 24 songs written before 1949. Exactly. So there's only so many that so everybody if, has to work from. If you're into this music, yeah, and you want to sing, you sing the same 40, 20 to 40 songs. Now, Jason knows at least half of these. I feel like you eventually will come out with a crooning album. Oh. I mean, we, you have to sing. The, we inevitable. know you're going to sing the sing old ones. Sing the old ones, yeah. We know that J- Sheridan will sing the old ones. But, but Brent Spiner seems to be crooning on this cruise. And we've talked a lot about my different uh, favorite Brent Spiner things, including his character in Out to Sea. The uh, we Walter have, Neff, I think so. You've on this show <laughs> talked about Brent Spiner's character in Out to Sea. I think I have. I, think, I, I guess I was out to sea when you were saying it. <laughs> What's well, funny about when you were, you got upset with about the Wallace Shawn anecdote <laughs> is that there's some things that I think I've repeated before that you haven't reacted angrily to, and then there was that anecdote which I go, oh, did I say that a lot? So now I never know. I think what. I just re-listened to the episode like several days prior. So I was like, we're back in this. We're telling the Ryan Perez <laughs> telling a story about two nice men saying 
saying, oh, nice shade, good, nice, and uh, a Ferengi and nice. So I assume I brought up Brent Spiner's character on Out to Sea because he plays a snooty cruise director. And I brought him up when I watched Master of Disguise because he's the bad guy in that. Well, exactly. Sure. He's they, the bad uh, guy in both of those movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he gets to goof around with Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon in one of their last bad movies. Uh, <laughs> but it's enjoyable. I don't, I don't mean to even put it down that much, but, you know. It's not mm-hmm. as maybe as good as the odd couple. Well, say. I think this, as opposed to other stories where I have reacted to their repetition, I think you could keep mentioning Brent Spiner on Out to Sea as much as you want because I think I'll probably forget about this one <laughs> immediately. Or you'll go. In- what else about him? What else? What is he doing out to sea? He's like he's kind of doing like an English accent. He's like I, he doesn't like these older men and their antics on the cruise. Like that's the whole vibe. And then he croons in that movie as well. He sings as well. But he, it is a funny scene. He's like being he's he's being funny on purpose. But he does get to sing in that movie too. Mm-hmm. So I always I I do legitimately like it when an actor is like becomes famous and then they go oh now's the ch- now's my chance. And you'd like to imagine that maybe like they read a script and go, we'd like you to do the script. And they go, can I sing? Am I allowed to sing? Um, and I don't know that that's what happened, but, but out to see, he just gives a very like old school, like cartoonish snooty guy performance. Like an old movie, like yes. somebody reacting to the, the Marx brothers or something. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's fun, especially when, especially when I was a kid and cause like I, as a kid was data, my favorite character. Yes, for sure. <laughs> So, I mean, I like the X-Men too, but like, I was fascinated with Data. I love Data. I don't know exactly why. America loved Data. I'm not special, but... Well, because he was fun. He was like the fish out of water. The fish out of relief. water. He's yeah. funny, but also he like cool. He could get like, he could like take a beating. He could take yeah. a, he could take, you could shoot him and it wouldn't matter. He's like Superman. <laughs> like, and he could, had, his head could like, half of it could come off and he was like a cyborg underneath. And like, I was obsessed with that. And, Did he and, teach you how to date? Remember when he gets a girlfriend briefly? And well, he has he has sex with Denise Crosby in the second season. <laughs> also, a guest on next year's Star Trek. Yeah. The she's on a lot. I think she's, uh, she's there this year. She's, she's always. always yes. yep. She's great. Mm-hmm. There's a video on the main Star Trek cruise website where she is talking about how great the cruise is. And she's in like an empty dining cabin. She's got a giant martini. And it's just like, this looks like the best vibe. <laughs> the vibes are very good. <laughs> the very vibes good. seem very good on this. And I may have turned around my opinion on cruises because I was like, oh, cruises are a little much. This is by gross. far. If, this, if whoever is running this cruise, if they catch wind of this, we want to go. Well, we want to go. Well, it is, of course, the people running it entertainment cruise productions <laughs> of course yeah um as opposed to the other one which is the was kind of put together by the walt disney imagineering is <laughs> right, the name right. of that company okay so two titans in the industry right right um and uh just trying to do the best they can but i think we you know we know who's winning but they've been at it for longer yes. they've been doing it since 27 the star trek hotel again room to grow okay so like mm-hmm. they'll they'll maybe get there in three or four or five years yeah as far as like getting exactly what we want if, if we're if we're being we're not being negative we're just saying mm-hmm. yeah because i saw like like you know touring plans covers like everything and so yeah. they were there you know they they were there the first day you know paying guests were there and one of the things they said, it's like, all right, you're starting to get a little tired doing all this stuff. Uh, also notice that our, there are some, you know, obviously some Star Wars super fans here. 
and then there are the you know people with the Star Wars super fans. They've kind of banded together. Like they're hmm. they're not as as into this, so it might not be as rewarding for them. Compare that to the Star Trek crews. You're right. on the Royal Caribbean Navigator of the Sea. Of course, there's any number of uh, vacation options. You know, right? Uh, yes. Restaurants, bars. There's a splash pad and pool, of course. Do you think we could get tour- Lentest ahead of touring plans to get, like send one of us on the ship to like count the amount of people that come out of a uh, like I don't know James Doohan's son uh, photo op or something? Well, they've got to have a dedicated Star Trek the Cruise guy already, right? I mean, you if would not, think, yeah. I'd be happy to take it. But well, we're gonna have to fight me for it if you want. <laughs> if you want to be the official touring plan Star Trek the Cruise guy, because that's a sought after job. I guess we are all well. Uh, let's all just let's all go there and let's see who gets to that on cruise gun first. <laughs> who can run? The I will fastest? be at the on cruise Ben and Jerry's. Additional payments may apply. I mean, there are there the the nice thing about the Star Trek cruise is you can kind of customize like you mm-hmm. like all cruises breakfast, lunch, and dinner in a dining room, you know, and then there's different snack bars and stuff. There's a main dining room, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, well, that's kind of the that's the situation I'd say with yeah. Let's let's talk about food as an area because that's a big area in a, in a cruise. You want that that all to be good. Um, in 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 the Star Wars cruise, there's also a, like a main dining room called mm-hmm. Crown of Cordelia. Um, and then there's a there's a bar called the Sublight Lounge, so you get like fun mm-hmm. space cocktails there. That's so uh, that's cool. Now you go to the other side of thing. You go to Star Trek, the mm. cruise. You got oh yeah, your main dining room, of course. So they're yeah. matched there. But then it keeps going and going because they've got the Windjammer Marketplace, and your options there are unlimited. They're running the gamut from crispy buttermilk fried chicken to Vietnamese braised pork. And the other one, the sense that I got from Star Wars is that they they made up the food. It's all this yip yip kind of stuff. Yeah, this is great. Like I know what fried chicken is. I yeah. know what Vietnamese braised pork is. Like, right. And it seems like that doesn't even cover two uh, percent of it. Yeah, there's a lot of effort on the Star Wars one to be like, this is some strange food. But it's like, really, when you're tired at the end of a day, don't you just want something you know? Don't you want something you're familiar with? Yeah, or, if you're, I, or if you're fresh on the boat, excited for a cruise, don't you want something you know? At yeah. any hour of the day. I think this, I think this uh, with this lineup of classics from all around the world, you can't miss. Well, yeah, maybe you just want to go to the Johnny Rockets Express, which is... Uh, in between chops, grill it a splash pad. You know, sometimes you just want something reliable. Splash pad? It's Wait, right it's next a, to a the splash pad. pad. What's a splash pad? It's like a water play area for children. Oh wow, that's fun. I mean, twelve, twelve and up. Twelve uh, for this cruise. For this cruise, I guess. Yeah. But would it be open for the adults? Well, in this case, it's the getting sloshed pad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can feel like a, you could feel like a kid on a cruise ship. Or you can feel like adult, and you can go to the Casino Royale, oh. and you know that was that had my attention because well, the Star a Wars phrase. I yeah, I mean, uh, point against the Star Wars hotel, there is no casino gambling, and like, look, no. say what you will, uh, I I could make the argument maybe that casino gambling more ethical than the stock market and cryptocurrency combined. So, <laughs> and again, there's it gives nothing you... more honest than Lady Luck. 
<laughs> Even if the house always wins. Uh, amen. And uh, you know, and it gives you an opportunity to maybe come out ahead. Maybe you, you leave a cruise with money in your pocket as opposed to the Star Wars thing, which people seem to be not happy with the cost on. If they gave you that that chance, they do seem to have some games and stuff, but so, you're not there's no money. It's if, maybe oh, a credit yeah. or something. So that's a decent decent idea for a plus up if there was a way to win your money back on the Star Wars hotel experience if like yes if maybe you yeah let's see because there's like the lightsaber training i've seen and like there's a a control room it's like maybe if you do something you can win your six grand back like you can double or nothing it i guess that would be good yeah i mean if you had that opportunity let's even take it out of the cruise and like if they if millennium falcon if you could make (laughs) money this i've complained about like not what is up with the uh um you know the coaxium just make if you just tell me it's dollars now we're in we're going after a big crate of dollars and you get to keep it if you do a good job suddenly i'm way more motivated to do well flying that thing i'm gonna be the best engineer you ever seen if you did well and you got six thousand dollars from the millennium falcon ride i think that's i don't even need another level can you imagine how much more fun it would be i mean it'd be more stressful i guess but it would be you You would be really yelling at like a grandma who didn't know how to fly oh you got a group of five and then there's one person and you're nice at first like oh you should we should let you do the jump to light speed Mm because you never okay have fun come on grandma hit it hit it (laughs) punch it (laughs) (laughs) this is my last i used all my last money on this this vacation i need it back you don't have to worry about that if you're just chilling at the lime and coconut Oh, on the navigator now which one's that at? huh that's the navigator in the sea oh that's the that's the start that's a, like an island themed bar oh that sounds scene. really nice yeah. yeah well and you got jamie's italian from jamie oliver and uh wait wait jamie oliver has a place on this yeah cruise? there's a celebrity mm-hmm. restaurant like the you know uh restaurant <laughs> oh and it's full like a full it's got everything or is it just a is it a specific type of food it's Italian. <laughs> okay. It's yeah. Jamie's Italian. Jamie oh. Oliver brings his unique I, you know flavor sensibility to the seas. I thought it was maybe Italian ice, but I think I just have Mike Gambuza. Oh, on you the got brain. Gambuza on the mind. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was confused about. For some reason, when I hear Italian, I don't think Italian food, which is the most <laughs> common way to refer to a, a bunch of food. Uh, I thought Italian ice. That's oh, what I was thinking. Oh, the Italians. Now, they make food now, too? I thought I just knew them for their ice. <laughs> Somebody's like, oh, what do you, uh, oh, yeah, do you want to get Italian tonight? I go, Italian ice for dinner? What? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, hey, and Jason, this is, uh, they, this vessel makes history because they have the first ever food truck at sea for gourmet hot dogs. That's the Boardwalk oh, Dog Gourmet house. hot dogs. I <laughs> take my between two and $5,000, depending on the size of the stateroom, now. <laughs> And those rooms, by the way, I, my sense is that you have a choice of that. You know, you got to pay more on a ship. Most often, you're not really getting a window if you're pay, if you're going a little right. cheaper. But you pay a little more. Maybe you go in with some people, and maybe you are getting a window. It, it mm-hmm. is possible, or or even like a even a deck if you really uh, spring for it. Is there such an option on Star Wars Galactic <sighs> Star Cruiser? You know, I don't know because there are different size rooms. The majority of the rooms appear to be the one with just the bed with the two bunk beds um, and then with the prison cot that folds out. Yeah. But I think there is a bigger room, but I haven't seen a there video of it. There are bigger rooms I haven't seen. Yeah, I haven't seen any. But I don't like, think it's much, much bigger. Photo. I don't think it's much bigger. It seems like a miss on their part that they're like, this is a galactic 
cruise the luxury cruise ship yeah a lot of it seems um very utilitarian like replicating places that george lucas and production designers were like it's unfortunate <laughs> these characters That's... have to live and work in these spaces during a time of galactic strife but like but like the, yeah the luxury sh- the luxury um suite should be like padme's room in in the prequels or something like this big expansive room the one where anakin yeah. jumps out i think it's on coruscant where they're like a little spy drone and anakin jumps out the window at it and they're flying through the streets you know what i'm talking about well, i guess it wouldn't fit with the story because you're like in theory you poke outside yeah. and you're just right in space you're in the suction well space. right yeah i guess it, yeah you wouldn't see the sights and sounds of coruscant but it might be the it might be the size and it might be the like window size you know I mean, yeah. when you when you free yourself of all this, and when you're on a cruise where the story is, you're on a cruise. Yeah. Then you get to just breathe in the sea air. <laughs> uh, uh, here's a missed opportunity. I feel, and this is a, mm. uh, this is as serious I, as I can be. Mm. There should be a piece of cruise entertainment that is similar to um, the piece of like whatever you would call it entertainment that that uh, Sidious and Anakin are watching when he gives him the Darth Plagueis speech. The opera attack of the clones. Kind of thing? Yeah, the opera yeah. thing. When he tells him about his master who um, who taught him basically everything he knew and then he killed him. There's no blobs. There's no blob fun. There's no blob entertainment on the Halcyon. Yeah, I mean, there's an original character. There's like a DJ kind of character and it seems like a very elaborate suit where the like uh, the mouth and the ear kind of things wiggle. Yeah. But there should be like 20 of those. Like there's... Sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems yeah, like yeah. there's like five characters five kind of alien characters right whereas the amount of aliens present on star trek the cruise is dependent on the guests and how elaborate do you want your costumes to be so it's really up to you Mm -hmm. you get out of it what you put into it and with that crew i think you're getting tons of creatures i think you're looking out at at a, a party that's like nothing but rubber masks and weird multiple eyes and scales it is hard to tell and i mean this in the best way it is hard to tell who is paid to be in an outfit and who is not on the star trek cruise there if you look yes. at all the videos you so many times there, so there's a fairly famous character the gorn for instance yeah. uh mm-hmm. that's in the original star trek which is a big green dumb looking rubber outfit some character kirk fights who's like a lizard one of the few star trek toys i had as a child really an unposable pvc oh the three gorn. install <laughs> gorn probably from king's dominion okay yeah. cool that's the one that would they have that really dopey slow rock fight right yes Bas- exactly as rocks yes it's yeah. really funny mm-hmm. uh, it's really i mean that in the best way yeah uh yeah so the gorn now the gorn you look at all the videos. I swear the Gorn is in every other shot. And I don't know if it's a person dressed up as the Gorn or some official Star Trek cruise um, person wearing an official Gorn outfit. It doesn't matter to me. I love the idea that the costumes are on equal footing from the official cruise maker to just some guy who has it like founded at a costume shop. There is so much Gorn representation. You'd think he was the assistant cruise director. And he seems like he's having a ball. Gorn. Every shot. Yeah, he's working the camera. In a Hawaiian shirt sometimes. <laughs> he wears different outfits. There's Gorn in a toga. There's Gorn in a Hawaiian shirt. It may be the same Gorn. It may be different. I do not know. 
But I love it that you can be completely confused as to who actually works for the cruise and who doesn't. The Orange <laughs> Toga Party is like one of the big thematic event. Like that is one of the big. I think yes. it's C one, right? There's there's a whole section on the website of of theme nights, and you got to think they're saving the best for last because the the visual. And we'll post this, but the visual of Gorn's toga party, where he is in Rome, he's in a toga, and he's got a big barrel of beer, most bubbly beer, most like Simpsons cartoon beer, and he he is having a blast. The 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 literature, the copy on this, it's well, you know, the Gorn is a staple of Star Trek: The Cruise. Yeah, exactly what you're saying, and we pretty much let him do whatever he wants as long as none of us want to recreate the infamous arena battle. Uh, he hosts parties, formal nights, DJ sets, <laughs> and this time, this is for 2022. He's taking us to a Pollux Four style world for Gorn's toga party. <laughs> All species are invited, from Vulcan Zeus to Andorian Aphrodite, or even Ferengi Apollo, sporting a Lat, sporting a latinum laurel crown this <laughs> whether you want to make a custom federation style toga in science officer blue or simply turn your sheets into chic this party will please gods and mortals alike <laughs> that's I mean, fun sounds great and this is we, we've talked about this before you know when disney bought star wars you know it was the end of something that at least jason and i really like the hyperspace hoopla oh yes where you would get like darth maul twerking now darth maul is not going to twerk on uh, the halcyon <laughs> But I'll tell you this, the Gorn will twerk <laughs> 24 fucking 7. That is, that it doesn't matter. No one's going to come around and say, you know what? In the Star Trek guidebook, Gorn does not twerk. This is off story. Yeah, no, no, no. You can get, Gorn will do whatever you want. Whatever you want. Just don't talk to him before he's had a coffee and a mimosa. <laughs> and the sure. dog and something to wake you up. Whoever's in the Gorn suit does not break character for those five days, I think. You are Gorn for five days. It's an days. incredible amount of immersion. And these actors, you have to really give them credit because the Gorn is committed to being the Gorn for eight days. And that's a long time. So my salute to uh, the, the perhaps multiple actors playing the Gorn. Um, and I like that they encourage you to just take your own bed sheets uh, and just, and that's your costume for this thing. They don't ju- it's not all about who spent the most money to look the best in this thing. Yeah. Because it's my, Jason, you were sending us some stuff that implies that if you want to really toe the party line and like go the, the get disney's full idea of what a costume would be you're spending even more you're spending hundreds more dollars uh, as opposed to just like we gave you a costume it's in your room it's called the sheets <laughs> i yeah that's a big jump from like okay go to shop disney and you can you so you can buy exclusive apparel now you have to show you have a room reservation for this event before you, you can buy. You booked yes, it that's right. For the privilege of within buying. thirty minutes within, and it goes all the way down to like I believe I sent short gloves and long gloves. There's a few dollar fluctuation there, but I'm like you can buy gloves with a tiny little uh, ship logo on them. <laughs> but then I found a cosplay website where two hundred fifty bucks. First off, everything was on sale on the Star Wars page of the cosplay website, so I have to think they were like, "Oh, the thing's opening." Oh, um, you for two hundred fifty bucks, you could have a full Poe Dameron or a full Cassian Andor getup, like jacket, shirt, pants, belt, shoes, like stirrups, like the whole <laughs> kit and caboodle. Stirrups, you say? Stirrups. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I. 
I that w- that would be my recommendation is make your own or support your local cosplay company because they're mm-hmm. they're probably giving you a better deal and using better materials and putting love in those costumes, you know? Yeah, yeah. There are well, a lot of yeah, Star Trek Twitter people I see who just have I think look what look to be homemade Star Trek costumes already that wear in their day to day life. <laughs> so they whoever just wear to work. They might wear it to work. I think I was just talking about uh you know, like the star, like you see video of like the Star Trek dentist who made his whole like office <laughs> look like the bridge of one of the ships, and he's wearing that outfit to work. I mean, he has multiple outfits. He has the dress uniform. He has the sort of relaxed sort of captain's outfit. You know, there's many different outfits that the captains wear. Well, yeah, he's got to have a few. He might get gum blood on his inside. <laughs> What? Gum blood? Yeah, you know, blood from the gums. <laughs> it spurts out it of spurts a gum. Out, which you know? Co- I'm trying to, you know, hold on. Let's think real quick. What outfit is the best? Which captain's outfit is the best for blood so it doesn't show up? I guess maybe like the first contact Star Trek The Next Generation outfits, which are sort of darker with a gray at the top. Or do you just want red so it blends in? Or do you want the maybe, yeah, the classic yeah uniforms or or the first uh the, the next generation outfits like with because the captain is wears red uh on next generation um, kind of a maroon but then or, also or no. yeah but also of course there's a joke of the the red shirts yes. from the original star trek scott i don't know if you're familiar with this this no. is basically like if you're watching an old star trek there would be like you know kirk spock and mccoy are going down on the ship and then they're joined by two guys you've never seen before wearing red shirts they always die. They're, they're, they're always okay. going to get killed. Oh, gotcha. okay, okay. <laughs> so probably don't want to wear those shirts on the cruise. You might bring the vibes down. Yeah. Or they're the craziest ones on the cruise. <laughs> oh, they, they have don't nothing care to lose. They have nothing to lose. <laughs> yeah, I might not come back on shore from Mazatlan. <laughs> that joke, Jason, if you if you got like a red shirt and like it was like battle damage or something, you would be the hit of the party because people oh. would be like, this joke is fucking funny. Well, yeah. he might win Q's costume party, one of the other events and this is not like um i take it that it seems like it's not daisy ridley and adam driver doing the show every day on galactic star cruiser i think it's other actors but in this case it's john delancey who i assume is the real q yes that <laughs> not is not q and non q no not q and non q oh well, maybe that'd be a great way to this because you'd never expect that there's no way he'd be both q's <laughs> You would be very surprised, I think, to learn that. Um, <laughs> it's John Delancey. <laughs> but Q, as, and you can tell me what Q is, obviously, but this says he's appeared to us as everything from a Franciscan monk, uh, an interstellar judge, a 16th century sea captain, and an Aldebaran serpent. Uh, so he's the only choice to host this costume party. He's a shapeshifter. Mm-hmm. He basically, yeah, he's like, uh, I'm trying to think of a good parallel character where you can do almost anything really he's a he's a troublemaker he's almost like a loki type i would say yeah if you've ever seen he shows up uh, uh a couple times maybe only like once a season on next generation um but yeah he's uh he's oh he's uh you know he's got a twinkle in his eye and he's always up to antics um so then yeah you get to uh, in one of the videos john delancey who plays q is talk he's a, a lot jason now you watch the same video he's in the like promo video a lot he's a very like kind of gregarious uh, person in real life, it feels like. So he's talking about how the party has grown over the years. So now he's now because they've done this a couple of years, and now he says it's like full. It used to not be full, but apparently the Star Trek cruise only grows in popularity every year. So he's now seeing he's basically standing there as a king 
a yeah. king among uh, among uh, regular people yeah. um, at this Q costume party. So, you know, I, I assume that you're you're seeing truly the uh, widest range of costumes possible, probably in Star Trek inspired, but maybe even not. Maybe just like the Scarecrow from the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> You no, know? <laughs> that would be fun. Although it wouldn't be out of the question that there would be a Star Trek Next Generation episode where they all dress as the Wizard of Oz characters. That's well, the type of fun you have on Star Trek. Yeah, because there's like holodeck night. There's mirror universe. There's night. all sorts of nights. There's yeah, the roaring holodeck night. The roaring. So everyone's in pinstripe suits, like gangsters and flappers. Get your Tommy guns oiled. Yeah. <laughs> there are pictures. It says that on the website. There's the pictures, uh, uh, and I'm oh man. Everyone's going to be mad at me. I'm blanking on the name of the episode. It's a very famous episode of the original Star Trek where they uh, they go back in time to gangster times uh, and Kirk and Spock are in pinstripes. Uh, Is and it like mirror or shattered something? Or? Uh, I'll look it up. Uh, I should just edit this out to make myself sound smarter. Um, but they're using that photo. First of all, by the way, is this cruise licensed officially? <laughs> Do we know? Well, it seems like it is. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. I think so. so. But I don't think they're exactly running it through the filter that's really my they aren't question. like sending this to the roddenberry family you know as opposed to like the you know the the lucas film yeah uh, story people who Which, uh, uh yes i think that's absolutely right because there's there are gatekeepers with any of these ip things uh and recently in the last couple of years there was all the talk of you know quentin tarantino is doing star trek or what he's, he's got an idea for star trek and the guy who wrote the revenant was going to write or script or maybe he did already. Um, but then that's not happening. And I was looking at some quotes and it's like Rod Roddenberry was like, you know, I'm, I, I think I'm, I'm a traditionalist when it comes to Star Trek. So I don't know if that really would have worked or not. And you're like, Oh, shut up. Like, why can't we get a fun? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, I, don't, I was, I didn't mind hearing that. Cause if, if like, if Tarantino's only doing a few more movies, I kind of don't well, want one of them to be a Star Trek. I hear, I agree with that, but I'm just saying like, We'll have some fun. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. It's better for them than it is for. Uh, for yeah, for yeah, yeah. A little bit of Tarantino flavor. I mean, Tarantino has directed TV. He's directing some Justified episodes coming, so he can work within. You know, well, he can cheat the ten formula. rule or whatever. With yeah, a little bit. Like, well, this is IP or whatever. Hmm. But my point is, I do think there's still like, even like we know, Star Star Wars is very. They're very careful about everything. Star Trek Two has like people that are like worried. Sure. That something's going to fall but you off. Think but Rod people- is not. Rod is asleep when it comes to the programming on the Star Trek cruise. Is He's what not I'm looking at this art with the the with uh, Spock in with a Tommy gun, and then like two uh, uh, Great Gatsby babes, colored blue and <laughs> green. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. not approving this art. This looks cheap and fake in the best way. <laughs> yes, yeah. but like they put up a sign that I guess it's the Casino Royale, but they put up a sign that said Quark's Casino, like it was hand scrawled and stuff. Right. Yeah. Handwritten, done with love, and that's what we <laughs> like about this experience. And you got to imagine that's also the case for uh, Rice's Festival of the Moon Party. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is, did I say the name right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's you know it's the tribute to the Twin Sun Pleasure Planet, and uh, <laughs> it's a it's a party with cool rhythms and good vibes and casual dress and they're Island all apparel. swingers parties. <laughs> Every single one of these is a swingers party. This also involves. It seems to involve a lot of Mar- Mardi Gras beads, and then like I've I actually went down a rabbit hole during deep quarantine of, of the, like that. Uh, theme cruises were trying to stay afloat 
with YouTube channels and virtual events. So I was going through a bunch of like, you know, what is yeah, well, what is this, you know, this music cruise or whatever. They all do 70s night, no matter uh-huh. what, with the broadest, just right. like big Afro wig and uh, John Travolta suit. Uh-huh. Like everybody, if, if you're going on a cruise of any kind, even if, it, if, even if it's Star Trek, even if it was like a CPAC mm-hmm. at sea, <laughs> if it was a, like some scary conservative uh-huh. white nationalist thing it would still be like and it's 70s night shake 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 only the most obvious songs from the 70s will play all six and then repeat them and so, it's, and it's so popular every time it's the, and people are so happy it's the great they're all so much happier at it than i am complaining about it <laughs> yes that is uh, look it just works some things work yeah. And that works every time. But I like combining. I like that it's Roaring Twenties via Star Trek. I like that it's 70s mm-hmm. boogie oogie via right, Star right. Trek. This is great. We got as many premises as possible, as opposed to Galactic Star Cruiser, which only stays with the one. Stays with the one. And they have the song. They limit and themselves, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah, it should be, uh, it should be different themes every night. <laughs> That's what I think. And obviously, it's only a short stay, so uh, two different themes. Yeah, it's a short stay. I mean, the 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 cast members seem to, like, the cast members in the act, everyone seems to be getting, like, high marks for what oh, they're yeah, doing. Yeah, everybody seems great. They, they've uh, hired really great actors in, in Orlando. Yeah. Um, but, like, if you if you sit at the captain's table at the Star Trek cruise, you're sitting at the, the table with a captain of a giant cruise ship. JT? Sh- huh? <laughs> JT? No, he's the, the cruise director. director. Don't be ridiculous. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. Yeah, not the captain. Uh, but, I mean, they, there is a captain's table add-on for the Star Wars Galactic Scar Cruiser. And, you you know, let's call it when you're sitting at a table with an improv actor in grease paint. <laughs> you know, <laughs> kind of different. This is a seafaring Right. You you're know, saying you You're saying, honestly, you'd rather sit and learn from a real cruise captain. <laughs> <laughs> I I've already an had actor. enough meals with improv actors and still a grease paint on them. Yeah, or I've been the improv actor in grease paint. You know, you want to learn from like an ex Navy man finally, because yes. you get to break out your sailor suit. I well, yeah, and I think you could do. I'm sure you could wear a sailor suit to oh, sure. any one of these theme nights, and it would be you know on. Trend. I'm surprised you weren't more of a Star Trek little boy. You know, I just it it. I caught it, you know, I watched the original series in syndication a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I would catch Next Generation every now and then. I had a couple toys. But, yeah, no, I, I was only had a passing interest in Star Trek. There, But there's, like, so much, like, dumb, old-timey stuff on there. I know. Like, in Star it's Trek. It's shocking. Star Trek Nine, they, like, break Data out of, like, a evil spell he's under by singing some Gilbert and Sullivan song. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> it's, the first, it's a mo- major motion picture in the year, like, 2000 or 99 or something. Like, he said, I'll be ready for a knockdown blow. Like, this is the first 10 minutes of, like, a major movie. Major release. <laughs> In the late 90s. Yeah. And I'm watching this going, this is awesome. Hey, I and don't forget this. about that one where Worf joins the Dorsey brothers. <laughs> <laughs> He's a boogie-woogie bugle boy from Company B. <laughs> There's... <laughs> They do their in Star Trek Generations. They are their uh, uh, Worf gets a promotion essentially. Mm, well so, learned. So how they do it is they go on the holodeck and they all put on like Horatio Hornblower outfits and they're on the like a real old time ship. 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> and they do the ceremony like they're all like an old olden days, basically. Yeah. Uh, it's some of the funniest, greatest, lamest stuff. And well, I mean that in the best way. No wonder that they actual seafaring has always been a part of Star Trek. And so no wonder yeah. they kept it right. alive with this, with, you know, and, and with, with great destinations. Uh, um, that's the other thing. Hey, look, you go to Batu. We know Batu. We've been to Batu. It, you go, you get on this boat, you go to St. Thomas, you go to Blackbeard's castle, you go, <laughs> you go snorkeling. Blackbeard's Castle. Yeah, imagine what treasures await in Blackbeard's Castle. <laughs> there's, there's certain there's stops where you can go zip lining. I mean, these these just aren't. Ha- you know, you go to you get off at Batu and you get a meal voucher and you go get in line at Docking Bay Seven, go get some yip yip, and then hey, back in the the boat that doesn't go anywhere. Well, now that's a fun thing I discovered. So because there's always bu- uh, buffet breakfast and lunch on the boat, you do get a meal voucher that can be used at Docking Bay Seven or any quick service location mm-hmm. at Disney's Hollywood Studios. So you can you can jump ship. You can leak, go off planet, go to Pizza Rizzo, go to Woody's Lunchbox. Is that confirmed? They'll let that you out. Confirmed. Really? That is confirmed. That is confirmed that it works at any quick service. You can go to Fairfax Fair and get a big greasy hot dog. That feels like it breaks the reality. It does. But what are they going to do? Put a collar on you and if you go outside of the confines, mm. they shock you and then you're like a, you're like a shopping cart. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they shut you down if you try to go out of the lot. I think yeah, they should they should have something where they they shut your phone down or <laughs> like the shoes they gave you don't work. <laughs> they give you all special shoes when you get onto the uh, hotel what, floor. The, like vibra they like they make your feet go numb so you can't walk anymore. That's a possibility. Maybe they, they release like, a fluid, <laughs> a numbing agent. That could be. I was just going to think feet. that like spikes in the shoe that shoot into the ground and like st- like you just get stuck there. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They well, you know, Michael Jackson did the smooth criminal illusion via little pegs in the floor. Like oh right, the shoe right. would attach. So maybe if they they could have thought of this and outfitted Galaxy's Edge with uh, spikes and rods everywhere that they can <laughs> suddenly spring up uh-huh. to stop anybody who's uh, trying to go to Woody's Munchbox or whatever. <laughs> did you yeah. call it Woody's Munchbox? Yeah, I did. What's it called? Woody's Lunchbox. Like lunch it's like box. an actual okay. lunchbox. I yeah. see. Oh, it is yeah. a big lunchbox. All right. okay. So. The other, my big question, which I did finally get answered, uh, where can you smoke a cigarette? And the answer is you have to take the elevator back. On, in the Star Wars. In Star Wars. You have to go back to Earth. You have to go back to Earth. You have to take a theme, thematic elevator to go blast a vape plume. You have to go away. You have to go all the way back there. There's not a, just a smoking area in so space. So there's a climate simulator that simulates the climate of Batu, Florida, right, right, right. which uh, is hang on, which is a room a little, that is outside, a little patio outside, a little terrace outside. So it's a little mini. It zen looks like garden. a little Zen garden. Yeah, that's a yeah. good way it to put it. It looks like where my dog pees at LAX. Yeah, that's a good way <laughs> to put it. So you can't smoke in there. It's too close to any of the entrances and stuff. Yeah. So you have to go back to the port cochet. To you know, hit your mango, <laughs> mango vape. <laughs> but also, like it's like, well, nicotine addiction doesn't really work. That <laughs> like you can't just put it on hold for two days. <laughs> does does the like um, narrative siren go off if you try to vape in one of the rooms? That's a good question. Yeah, you probably could get away with a little bit. I'm not saying because a lot of hotels have changed their no smoking little placard to no smoking, no vaping. Right. No marijuana. Like uh, the, some you, of the Vegas hotels have all three. Can you vape in the little panic room? Ah, uh, hotbox the panic that's a room. Good question. They might put the, the halcyon, but the the Earth's fire department will come 
and you yeah. will get charged for it. <laughs> it's a division of the rebellion called the Reedy Creek Cook and Letter. <laughs> <laughs> for lower level crises, they do make the fire department stay in character. <laughs> if it's a major thing, yeah, they're the fire department. You can, but they will stay in character for like a low for level. a trash can fire. For a trash can <laughs> yeah. fire, they all have characters. Oh, uh, uh, Kylo Ren said this. Cursed that first order. Oh yeah, he said it with his mind. Hey, that's the bed where his parents made him. <laughs> Do you think he got a weird force sensation when he came back on the Halcyon? It's like I've been here before, in a way. I, I've been here before. <laughs> I can sense it. <laughs> where my spark of life first sparked. Spark of life first happened here. I was I was here once, but just a spooge. <laughs> Dialogue that was cut from from the end, the finale. Um, here's a compare contrast area that I would like to hit, and that is the range of musical entertainment on board. Yes, yes. both vessels, um, because this is something we got a preview of very early on in the video with the Goldberg's guy. Right. We got to meet. Gaia in one of the strangest mm-hmm. scenes ever filmed mm-hmm. where a woman is like and you're going to meet this singer and then she walks away and trails off and she gets right. quieter and quieter as she's explaining the thing that's behind the door that she's walking away from and then the guy the actor just walks in there's a specific detail like and suddenly a singer appears out of nowhere and that's something I'm curious about if that's an important aspect of it do they actually appear does Gaia appear out of nowhere or does that mean that a spotlight turns on Um, no okay so in storyline I believe Gaia missed the boat and they have to go pick her up uh, uh. And then, but I don't think it's like a rise out of the floor. I think they walk through the crowd. Okay, so she still by appears out of nowhere. It's like if the performer comes from the audience instead of the. It's like if Rodney Dangerfield shakes they hands might, from the back. They on may the way first up. appear out of nowhere, like when mm. they're like in the the atrium, the main area, or something. All right. Well, uh, if guy appears out of nowhere, then that sounds cool. And then the the initial video was accurate. But the point is, there's this. Yeah, there's this singer. Gaia uh, with a DJ. The DJ's name is Oyuani. Oyuani. Yeah. Who is a a, a, a lizard of some kind <laughs> uh, who speaks huddies. Mm-hmm. Now this this seems fun from quick videos yeah. I've, I've seen. Um, I don't really know the ins and outs of of the show, um, but you know, seems like some fun dinner entertainment, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but does it can can Gaia compare to the Star Trek the Cruise in-house band uh, uh band 47 <laughs> 47 is a big that's a big thing in Star Trek uh like that that numbers in yeah. Star Trek a lot does that sound familiar yeah, vaguely honestly that's Star Trek. uh yeah i don't know Mem- uh, for- is that a department or something on the show? Mm, there's multiple uh, uh, references to it. Hmm. It seems to be some sort of Easter eggy thing that 47 right. is in there a lot. Anyway, Band 47's masterful mix of rock, pop, R&B, funk, and Klingon opera. Okay, not really. Keeps everyone on the dance floor spinning like positive ions in a dilithium-powered intermix chamber. <laughs> so Band 47 is bringing the heat every night and i've heard a little bit of the guy music and it seems all right but i don't know if it compares to uh band 47's original song which seems to be called star trek cruise (laughs) 
It's <laughs> a little princess. And then it's and this is over footage of the most revelry yeah. and then again you know and disco wigs and everything. Right. Um, it's a heck of a song. I love it. Uh, uh, there's a part in the video, one of the the video you can see on the website where John Delancey's talking about his favorite things also on the ship, and he said his favorite things are seeing Star Trek actors get to do other stuff, and they flash to like I don't think they flash to Brent Spiner singing, but they flash to. Uh, the guy who played Tuvok on Star Trek Voyager with his own band, Tim Russ. So he gets to play. So like the mu- like there's such a wide variety of music. You have that band and then you have maybe like whoever's musical on Star Trek, they show up and do songs too. Because I even saw Ethan Phillips and some of the other act. Ethan Phillips was a Neelix on Voyager. They're like doing like a four man acapella group. <laughs> And Dapper Dan, exactly. Uh, wow. So, like the range, the variety is is there. You yeah. get to, oh my gosh, whatever your flavor is. Uh, well, uh, and look, I hope you didn't get your fill of of crooning from Star Trek cast members before, mm. uh, because I found out something. Now, regrettably, I don't know if this is ever going to happen again. This was a thing from the first voyage, uh, from the 2017 cruise. Um, but, uh, there was a very special performance from somebody who, uh, only made one appearance, but made their mark and is still a part of the Star Trek family. They were on a season two episode of Star Trek, the next generation playing a character called the comic. Do you know who I'm talking about? Mike, you're talking about Mr. Joe Piscopo. (laughs) Joe Piscopo (laughs) did a full, uh, I think multiple sets a night with his swinging big band (laughs) Uh on the maiden voyage of Uh start on Star Trek. The cruise one. Yes. Uh, with his band, the pearls. Um, it's a, it's a hell of a set. Uh, and the entire thing I'm making my way, I I got about halfway (laughs) through, I'm making my way through it. I did the, the one part that was pulled out specifically, I think is worth, uh, playing. And I I think what should I say, what's the funny way to reveal this? I it's he's kind of like, uh, uh, well, first of all, he does like a little bit of like Trump material that could work for anybody. Of course, yeah. Which is like, do we like Trump beer? Uh, yeah, we. I think so. You know, they, look, the guys. It's wild having him as president, right? You know, you got you know the guys. You see an F fifteen with his face on the side. You know, and he's dropping bombs. You know, they're made out of gold, gold bombs. Anyway, but you gotta have it. You gotta have Trump, and uh, it's great. And uh, you know what? My father was a member of the military, actually. And oh, great, great, great! Hard, hard Big applause now. for that. Now, can I have all the members of the military stand? up here all right great so he gets his like military heartstrings pulled um and then he's talking about his love for this country and for america and you know i love america but that that sometimes that uh that star-spangled banner you know that doesn't always have like the the kick that you want to it oh no imagine if uh Uh imagine if you (laughs) anyone want to guess where this is going Uh, i'm gonna guess (laughs) instead of uh, oh, say, can you see? He says, oh, ring-a-ding-ding. <laughs> That's a pretty good guess. No, it's just the regular. What if the Star Spangled Banner was uh, sung by old Blue Eyes by oh, Frank Sinatra? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, 
God. Hold on, hold on. Isn't there probably actual footage of Frank Sinatra singing the Star Spangled Banner? I don't wonder. <laughs> that I don't know feels if he like did. an event that happened. Yeah, you would yeah. think. He could have. Yeah, I guess that's not the. <laughs> that isn't like some premise of like, what if Frank Sinatra sang gin and juice? That's not like so, where it yeah. would never have happened. Like, it's very possible he may have sung the Star Spangled. That's not the most outer space premise. Anyway, yeah. that being said, I love this. I love this, obviously, <laughs> and I love every bit of the Star, Star Trek, the cruise. Uh, um, then he does a big. Uh, medley of, of uh, Johnny Cash songs. <laughs> it, it walk the line turns into Folsom Prison Blues, which then at some point turns into Cotton Eye Joe. What? <laughs> I'm not sure. This is just his hat. He didn't like yeah, Taylor made do a anything. Star Trek. There's a little bit of just, well, you know what he does is a lot of, I mean, he, he, he like talks about his experience being on set and like, oh, it's crazy. You know, you look over and there's Whoopi and then you look and there's LeVar and he's wearing the, the ting over his eyes. And, <laughs> oh, he's, oh, he's great though. And you know, next generation, it's tough to replace the original cast. You know, that's what I had to do on Saturday Night Live because, you know, those oh, people, man. you know, uh, think about Gilda Radner. How, hey, let's hear it for Gilda Radner. So he's having every five minutes applaud for the military applaud for Gilda Radner applaud for Trump and Hillary go every what what will you applaud for because it, it won't be this music um really quick one more thing and I swear this is the uh Episcopal part will be over um this is part of his medley of um uh Johnny Cash songs and he's imagining if what if other people sing Johnny Cash songs oh yeah please sure. guess who if this is loud enough guess who he is uh, doing an impression of right now any any anything no idea no nothing no i don't have anything i I can't even begin to guess. Uh, that is his impression of Michael Jackson. <laughs> that was the only artist Wait, that came into my mind. <laughs> Did it but somehow? But it was the feeling of like, well, if he was huh? on another planet, maybe Michael Jackson. But like, Michael Jackson no didn't way. sing like that. <laughs> I, yeah, he does. He basically, he's doing a gay voice. Like he's a doing a stereotypical, stereotype gay I, yeah. voice. Uh, that was what I did this test on Aaron, and she said out loud, "Well, it can't be Michael Jackson because it can't." But <laughs> it's, no, but it can. But if you it's through uh, Joe Piscopo's like Johnny Walker red colored memory, <laughs> it probably is coming up as Michael Jackson. <laughs> like, um. Anyway, I mean, so this is this is great, right? You've got <laughs> yeah, right, right. This is great. It's yes. so good, is what it is, and it's and because you don't know where he's gonna go with these impressions and these are things that we know from our world not outer space things and that's what i think is great about joe piscopo's appearance on star trek the cruise we need to figure out where can we see this joe piscopo show tonight gosh i don't know i went to a wedding in staten island a few years ago and it was like a hotel complex where there was like a hampton inn next to a hilton and stuff and after the wedding we went to the bar at the hilton and it was a very, very tiny bar, but it had a very small stage. And it said, coming next week, Joe Piscopo mm. sold out. <laughs> so, <laughs> supper club at a Staten Island Hilton Garden Inn. Wow. I, first off, that's going to be the hottest crowd for Joe Piscopo. That, it feels like Piscopo should be playing the tellos over here. Yes. That has yeah, to have happened, out, right? Joe. 
If you think LA is not going to be friendly to you, if you're scared of this blue state, you're going to find the warmest welcome at the the place where uh, Robert Blake started the process of killing his wife. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Frank Stallone has played Vitello's before. A number of times. And Frank Frank, uh, uh, is down in Mar-a-Lago with Joe, I think, all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at, I I clicked on the events uh, website, uh, or the part of JoePiscopo.com, Org, and uh, there's the on Saturday, September 11th. It just says September 11th. Never forget. <laughs> Buy tickets to what? To, is it you doing what jazz music, or or is it a t- what? Am I? <laughs> Explain what I'm buying a ticket to, please. I there's no comedy, there's no impressions, there's no crooning. It's just him going like, and it's if you're in the military, stand up. Like it's just that portion of his act stretched to 90 minutes. You know, we never would have forgotten 9/11. The chairman of the board. How about a hand for? And then he sings uh, Paul McCartney's "Freedom" as Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Talking about freedom. Talking about freedom. Wait, what if Frank Ba-ba-ba. led a prayer for uh, everyone affected by 9/11? What would that have sounded like? <laughs> oh, you know, <laughs> you know, Frank. You know, Frank and JFK were real tight. But did he give some information to certain some people who killed him? You know, you never know. Lots of people were talking to each other back then the mafia the cubans everyone was pals in vegas <laughs> i got you under my skin <laughs> now what if michael jackson had sung that phil, Har- phil Harmon's impression was too mean-spirited uh, old blue eyes loved the family mine. didn't like it they, they didn't like it i knew the irishman we did used to say he painted houses but we knew what that meant <laughs> hey what if frank sinatra had uh, done a three-way with Kylo Ren and <laughs> <laughs> no wait with Leia wait, and gonna... Han what would that have been like <laughs> I can't um, think of a good so yeah look how are you gonna top that this is the great this is what an event this is here look okay I, yeah. if we haven't sold the Star Trek cruise enough uh. one of the years uh, Gates McFadden who played uh, Beverly Crusher on the show came out to introduce the whole cruise she came up there uh, she had a sling and she said, I broke my arm. I fell down five concrete stairs. <laughs> that was the start of the cruise. <laughs> that was the start. That was the muster. That was the saying? muster. They fell down the stairs. Gase McFadden. She said she was feeling better, but she had like broken her arm. <laughs> and that's how they started the weekend off or the week. <laughs> All right. Off we go. <laughs> and then there's, I took a screenshot of it because there's, here she is with, I don't know if you can see this, here she is with the sling, and you can see one dancing shirtless man in the <laughs> foreground. <laughs> Already shirtless somehow. This yeah, is the start of the cruise. I mean, I think a lot happens at that central pool area. And, right. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of shirtless. People show up ready to go. Antics. People are right. yeah, fully, and if you can't bring liquor on board, then... You gotta. What are you gonna do? But start before. I think some cruises you can prepay for alcohol. Oh, I see. So it's ready. Well, I think you. This said that you could bring uh, two bottles of uh, your own wine or champagne, which also okay. notches them above uh, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, which has lo- lost a lot of points over the course of this episode. I <laughs> yeah, I think say so. It, but uh, you know, from their lack of your bringing your own wine to their lack of Piscopo. Um, you know, no Hollywood Squares based entertainment either. God, they don't have their own version of Hollywood Squares. Star Trek do Cruise they? has Star Star Trek Squares where they yes. put <laughs> cast members in a Hollywood Square game show on stage. That is why, why are you saying that's dunk. so defeated? No, that not defeated. I, I'm trying run. to contain my glee at it. I'm trying to contain how much I want to see that. 
I'm trying to, I'm actually imagining what are my nine most wanted cast members in the squares. Hmm. Um, it's a good question. Joe Piscopo is Joe. center, obviously. <laughs> Joe Piscopo, Wallace Shawn. Um, I'm going to give points to the Star Trek crews, too, because um, uh, it just happened and it didn't cause um, a lot of people to turn into language experts and discuss the concept of the word worth. And what does this term really mean? In the way that the Star Wars Hotel uh, had a real semiotic effect that I did not see coming. How can you afford it? Well, can you afford to not have afforded it? Hoops uh, Among Us has not considered worth and earthly dollars, credits, <laughs> as it's called in the galaxy far, far away. What was worth to the gods uh, in, uh, the, in the Odyssey, <laughs> what was worth in, in our great uh, fiction. It's hard, it's hard. It's changed over time meanwhile the star trek cruise review is like yeah i got drunk and sex with a woman who's dressed as a betazoid yeah you should do it too hell yeah oh yeah look cruisecritic.com said great things they're yeah. very complimentary cruise they're critic. a tough audience and look with 2023 with star trek the cruise six coming up Kate Mulgrew's joining the crew. She's going to be there. They're going to Cabo San Lucas. They're going mm-hmm. to Puerto Vallarta. Um, it, you know, who knows what uh, old blue eye impersonators they might pick up along the way. And we know old yellow eyes is going to be there. We got tons of crooning. We're seeing tropical locales. I mean, as, as opposed to one that's, you know, that doesn't go on the ocean at all. Yeah, no, it's true. Uh, I think as far as right now, I'm not going to put down the Star Wars thing. I haven't done it, and I haven't done the Star Trek. But for my uh, preference, mm-hmm. I think right now I'm going to give the edge, the big edge, to Star Trek The Cruise. That's interesting, huh? So you would give it to Star Trek The Cruise. Yeah. Well, as I look over kind of my opinions throughout this thing, I'd have to say, yeah, I think it is Star Trek The Cruise. Yeah. I don't, huh? I wasn't sure where I was going to land. Right. I wasn't yeah. sure where you were going to land either, but. I think I, you know, with with my apologies to Star Wars: The Cruise, I think I have to give it to Star Trek: The Cruise. Jason, um, yeah, you know, uh, I'd like to see the Star Wars thing uh, myself. Um, it's a lot of uh, money to uh, put down for a two day experience, and I have other expenses and other travel plan, both show and social uh, plan coming up. Uh, well, that, so, what, a, what a brag. You have, the, you have uh, 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 things on your calendar? I have things on my calendar, you know, so, you know, you got to judge this stuff if you're an adult. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm curious to see what happens with the Star Trek cruise if they scale back the price point or extend the number of days as time goes on. Because <laughs> oh, I, like, be, oh, you mean beyond the eight? I, I agree. Uh, sorry, I Star would, Wars the cruise. No, 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 no. I think you Star said Trek. it right the first time. I, I think no. they should take it up to like 17 well, days Scott, or so. I am sure that would be great, and I'm sure they could get even more activities and theme nights and cast members in there. Oh, yeah. um, in terms of the way I like to go on vacation, uh, I heard the Star Wars thing is good for uh, extroverts who like to play games. Uh, I would not particularly call myself either of those things. So I think the Star Trek cruise is closer to the way that I prefer to uh, vacation, huh. uh, the option of doing something like, you know, thematic, something, you know, and then uh, just taking naps and uh, going to the pool, going to bars, relaxing, seeing the sights, seeing exotic ports of call. You know, mm-hmm. I've never been to Mexico mm-hmm. uh, or the Bahamas. Uh, so points, points to Star Trek right. Cruise. I have to say, I might have to do Star Trek Cruise. Might have to do a little research, watch some more of the shows so I know what I'm getting into. 
to know? make sure you can speak the language and play, you know. And, well, and, and I know there's ample the languages. There's no shortage of languages in the Star Trek universes. Yes. Can you can you say, uh, do you want to swing in Klingon? That's uh, the that's I what can't you write now. Know. I cannot write now. <laughs> but hopefully by next February you can. Um, you know, this has been fascinating to deep dive into the world of immersive Star Cruise yeah. experiences, and uh, I think we know our preference. But hey, it's up to you out there to go on your own Star Cruise adventure yes. and see what you think. Although I think we're pretty sure what you're going to think. Yeah, we agree. But yeah, obviously, like, you know, we have our preference and you probably will say Star Trek. Yes, better. But yeah, go do both and so enjoy you, yourself. Just to say you did, just to say you and, covered yeah. all your bases in kind of the way that we said, well, I guess we should name check the Star Wars thing. Yeah, yeah. Briefly in an episode that's otherwise about the utter dominance of Star Trek The Cruise. You survived Podcast The Ride, Star cruises mm-hmm. edition uh when we and i you know we should wrap it up and, and pre- we probably don't have time to get into that other star cruise you found mike which is in branson well there was a uh, branson had a star cruise in 2014 apparently it ended then oh, they beat all of them oh my uh, god yeah and that we don't have time to talk about no we can't know yeah that jerry springer already... was doing the prices right on it <sighs> what uh, so was, there's different, well, more game shows with that don't attach to the person doing them. <laughs> this is incredible. Right? Yeah. There was. We can't talk about that. We can't no, talk we about uh, country star Mickey Gilly and the fact that he was driving the boat for some reason. Uh, we can't talk about <laughs> Wait, that. The, oh my gosh! The captain. Is, look, the characters they invented in Star Wars is so fun, but it wasn't. A, it wasn't also the musician. Yeah, but we no wait. We don't have time to talk about it. We don't no, have time to talk about the. Down. This is also a day cruise, by the way. So you'd just be on there for a couple hours. We don't have time to talk about the fact that on one of the days you could see legends in concert, people doing lookalikes of uh, of the Blues Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! Yeah, yeah, you can meet them. Uh, people dressing up, be fake, fake blues guys. We we don't have time to talk about the fact that Paul Harris and the Cleverleys would be doing like Gangnam Style in a country music version. Wait for it. You know where it's coming, Jason. Oh, I know. I don't recognize this yet. Here we go. Oh my gosh, we don't. Oh, we don't have time to hear all the verses. We don't have time to hear every verse of this country. Gangnam style. Oh shoot! Did we mess up this whole episode? We may have screwed this episode up. But you know what? Also, oh. we don't have time to talk about is the the acapella group Six, who was on this cruise too in 2014, and they have a video here. Oh, an acapella Barbara Ann. We don't have time. We wow. don't have time. Barbara Ann, the official anthem of Branson, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> we can't talk about this. We don't have time. Songs they go into. We really don't have time. We don't have time. We've got to wind this down. Ugh. There were probably people in this episode saying they're going to get which Star Cruise is the best wrong, and we right. did. We really got it wrong. It's this Branson 2014 that is no Star longer uh, in that isn't <laughs> operational, and it was only a few hours uh, one summer. <laughs> <laughs> 
boy. I'm sorry. I, uh, I, it's killing me, but we don't have time. We really don't have time. Are they just <laughs> reading the ports of call for the Star Trek cruise? <laughs> oh, Did we, baby, does the Star Trek cruise go? go to Kokomo? Why don't we go? Oh, boy. Hey, follow us on the socials. Merch available on our T-Public store. Three bonus episodes every month. Check out Podcast Thread. The Second Gate. Uh, it's a really exclusive port of call. At patreon.com slash podcast the ride. Oh, boy. Good, good. Uh, Mike, I told you we don't have time. We don't have time. We don't have time. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.